everyone and welcome to and let's be heard for monday august 15th 2022 i'm mike Kachopoli. all right how was everyone's weekend did everyone have a good weekend was it relaxing you know the weekends of summer are dwindling down they're almost gone we're almost gone with summer. Summer's almost over, right? What, three, three, three weeks? Labor Day weekend will be here, and that'll be the end of summer. I think it's gone by really fast. Why does summer always go by faster than winter? You notice that? Winter seems to linger and linger. It starts early and it lingers forever, and summer seems to come and go so, so quickly, so quickly. Well, you know, what I really wanted to talk about was the uh, the Mar-a-Lago situation, obviously, and the raid, and whether, you know, it's uh, what, what the legitimacy of it is, which is a zero, of course. Um, but walking around today, coming back from the gym, I seem to have uh, issues with walking back from the gym here in San Francisco. I think I told this story a while back, but... It was, I guess, 2020. Was it late 2020? Yeah, it was probably fall, winter 2020. Um, I was walking back. Yes, it had to be, well, it had to be the fall, August, September, October, I'd say, of 2020. I was walking back from the gym here. It had recently reopened. The gym recently reopened. It was, you know, gyms were closed here for a very long time in San Francisco, here in, in California. Gavin Newsom closed the gyms which, of course, made zero sense. Um, and uh, as everything Gavin Newsom does make zero sense. But he closed the gyms for a while, but then gyms opened, but they were only allowed to be outdoor gyms. And all these these poor people who worked at the gym had to schlep all that har- horribly heavy equipment, you know, the, the barbells, the dumbbells, the, the, the Smith machines, all that stuff. They had to carry them outside. And then I remember they had a period where they were allowed to go inside. Then they had to go outside again. These poor people had to carry this stuff inside, outside, inside. That's this fucking ridiculous state. Anyway, I was uh, so I was going to the outdoor gym when it finally reopened. I believe it was late. I think they opened up late summer, early fall of 2020. And I was walking back. And I had on a mask that time because, you know, back then we had to wear a mask at the gym. And uh, so, but I was walking back and like any normal person who understood and knew that there's no reason to wear a mask. Well, there was no reason to wear a mask at all, but there certainly wasn't any reason to wear a mask outdoors. Like any normal person, I didn't take the mask off. I just put the mask like down under my chin because uh, if I went into the uh, Walgreens, I'd have to put the mask back up over my nose and mouth. I was walking. I was walking. And I'm a New Yorker, so I walk briskly. I don't walk slowly like people in California. Um, and so I had the, the, the mask just on, but, you know, just below my on my chin, just below my lower lip. As I'm walking, minding my own business, I um, I get yelled at by someone. So some guy just randomly yells at me. He just randomly yells at me. Those only work if you wear them. That's what he says. Those only work if you wear them. So I said, go fuck yourself. Mind your own business. Um, as I was walking past him, and I was about maybe 30, 40 feet past him, and he turns and says, hey, get COVID and die. Just a great, a great liberal, a great 
a loving liberal who cares about everyone and of course is not selfish and uh and doesn't want to pass his COVID on to other people and was wearing a mask so he would save lives. Oh, save lives, you hero liberal. So he yells at me, get COVID and die. And I thought to myself, you know, this is San Francisco. I don't know, maybe people who live in New York had similar experiences, but I, I doubt it because, well, first of all, there are more nutty people here. There are. I know there are crazy people in New York, but no, San Francisco has a very high percentage of nuts because we only have about a half million people remaining. I mean, there might have been 800,000 people before COVID, but now there's about a half million people remaining. Don't listen to any numbers the city might give you. Uh, about 25, 30% of the city left. And of course, there are probably another 80% that want to leave and can't. But anyway, I digress. So anyway, there's not that many people here. So there's a high percentage the percentage of nutcases in San Francisco are much higher than the percentage of nutcases in New York comparative to the population. But in New York, I've always noticed, I've always noticed that in New York, people tend to mind their own business more than out here. And I think it's because people in New York understand that New Yorkers aren't going to take that kind of shit that there are repercussions in New York for saying crazy things to people on the street. You can't just scream at someone on the street in New York like that. Like this guy screamed at me, wear a mask, get COVID and die. You couldn't yell that at someone in New York because they there's a higher chance they'll punch your nose down your dumb, stupid throat if you say something like that in New York. Here in San Francisco, people feel they can get away with that kind of thing. Now, partially because they're insane and insane people, I'll get to that today. It gets what happened today to me. It wasn't a big thing. I don't want to make a big thing of it, but uh, people here are insane. So insane people aren't going to think, you know, about those consequences. They're just going to act out, right? So flash forward to now, to today. And I'm walking back from the gym again. And once again, minding my own business, I was actually just across the street from my apartment. I was just, and there's a crazy, now this might've been, I should say in the 15 minute walk from the gym in the downtown financial district here in San Francisco to my apartment, it's only a 15 minute walk for most people, me 10, because I'm a New Yorker and I walk fast. But just in that time, I saw, you know, you see shit on the streets, human feces, you see tents, people lying on the street, people walking with their pants down, people yelling at themselves, people yelling at other people. So this, 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 is, this must have been the third person that I saw in my 15-minute walk in the middle of the day, like 3.30, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, who was yelling at himself and other people from afar. And so I just... I heard the guy as he's walking up the street. He was across the street from where I was standing, waiting for the light to, to cross. And he was screaming at himself. And I, of course, I looked, right? Because you look when someone's screaming, you look. And I must have looked at him for about, now, once again, he's way across the street from me. I must have looked at him for about five seconds. <laughs> he yells at me. I must have looked five seconds. And he yells at me, what the fuck are you looking at? And so I said, oh, Jesus, am I going to get into it with this guy? Obviously, he's crazy. He's not a normal person. This is not like a normal person having a bad day. This is obviously a crazy lunatic who should be in an institution. I mean, this is 
people don't understand this. And of course, liberals will go, no, no, you can't do this. No. But these people shouldn't be on the streets because they're a menace to society. Remember that movie? Menace to, they're a menace to society, these people. You can't have a society where there are people just screaming at, at themselves, screaming at other people randomly, screaming at tourists, walking with their pants. You can't have a society like that. That's not civilization. That's a third world country. So you can't have that. So these people, anyway, these people need to be institutionalized. But of course, they're not here in San Francisco. They're free to roam the streets like everyone else. And so he yells at me, what the fuck are you looking at? From afar, from across the street. But I'm at a red light, you see, waiting to cross the street. And I'm a New Yorker. I'm not going to go running away. And the guy then walks and he gets to within a couple of feet of me. And as I'm walking, then my light turns and I walk across the street and he yells at me, now everyone knows you're gay. The world. He said, now the world knows you're gay. <laughs> this is San Francisco. There are like three people on the streets in the middle of the day. And so I just, I couldn't, I laughed. You know, I thought it was a humorous. Now the guy's crazy. But, you know, then I crossed the street. And I'm thinking, should I have, should I have confronted him? Should I, maybe, idea, you're on, I'm going to get to you. Maybe you can answer this question. Should I have confronted him? Or did I do the right thing by just ignoring him? You know, I always think of things too late. I always think of things too late. And I, I, I should have, I, I should have, you know, about, about three minutes later, I said, I should have turned to him and said, Every, everyone in the world's going to know I'm a murderer in a second if you don't shut the fuck up. I thought, what a great line. What a great comeback that is. Everyone in the world's going to know I'm a murderer in a second if you don't shut the fuck up. But I thought, should I do that? Because... These crazy people are, you don't know. I mean, I've, I've encountered crazy people before, but once you, once you talk back to them, they, 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 they go away. You know, they don't want any real confrontation. But who knows? You don't know, right? And then what happens? And what happens in a, in a normal city that's not run by shithole Democrats, shit Democrats that make this a shithole that it is now, if, 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 if a guy, if someone yells at you for no reason and you get into an altercation, a physical altercation, and you take care of that person, you'll go to, that person's going to go to jail, not you. But here you go, I I would go to jail here. I would, because I'd be bothering, I'd be assaulting a, a, uh, uh, you know, someone who needs help. Oh my God, I'm such a horrible person that I'm, I'm I'm assaulting someone who, who obviously is not as mentally ill and needs help. And how dare I do that? How dare I confront and defend myself against someone like this? In other words, even for self-defense, I'd go to jail, not him. This, this is San Francisco. And like I said, in most cities, it wouldn't work that way. Most cities have a, most normal places run by Republicans is something called a stand your ground law. We don't have that here. We have a you must run away law here. You must, you must run away with your tail between your legs. Otherwise, you get in trouble. So I probably did the right thing by not confronting the guy. But I'm thinking, what a shithole city I live in. What a shithole city that I can't walk, I take a 15-minute walk and not get confronted by, not have to deal with this shit in the middle of the day. Right? This has happened twice now, which is enough. It shouldn't even happen once in a, civil, in a civilized city. I'm sure there are many civilized cities, meaning the ones run by Republicans, when none of this ever happens. It never happens because these people are arrested in those cities. These people know. If you're, if you're, if you're in a normal city run by a Republican, you know you can't walk around screaming at people confronting people like that all of a sudden yelling in someone's face you can't do that the police will do something there about that here of course they don't 
until, of course, something happens, I defend myself and I go to jail. So it, it, I thought to myself, what the fuck am I doing living here? What am I doing living here? Because there's only so much. Remember, I'm a New Yorker. So there's only so much of that I can take before I am going to react and not just laugh it off. And, you know, I don't trust. God forbid what would happen if someone would, if, the, if, if a guy like that would touch me, instead of just talking to me, yelling at me, there would be big problems in my life. So it's like, but why do I need to live in a city where I even have to think about that? Why do I live in a city where these people are, are in institutions where they can get help? Or in jail, if they've done something illegal. That's the way civil, civilization should be. That's the way civilization should be. You know, here, we, in, in cities run by Democrats, you'll often hear people say, oh, don't call for the cops. Don't call for the cops about that. They'll never come. You don't hear that in civilized cities run by Republicans. You don't hear that. You don't hear people say, oh, don't bother calling the cop. They're not going to come for that. Well, what are they going to come for? So that this is a problem. This is a huge problem. And like I've said, and that's why the heading of this show is San Francisco is a shithole. Democrats have indeed turned this city and many other cities, but this is the one I live in now, a once beautiful city. Remember San Francisco, San Francisco, open your go. I was going to have that song ready, but I might as well just sing it myself. Open your golden gates, open your golden. Remember that beautiful it was, I'm going to San Francisco with a flower in my hair. I left my heart in San Francisco. One of the, You wouldn't write any of those. Any of those people wouldn't write those songs about San Francisco now. Who in their right mind would write a song like that about San Francisco now? Yet these songs were always written about San Francisco. But Democrats have turned this into a third world country shithole. Where half the businesses are closed, the other ones have to close early because after after dark they're afraid to be open. This is what's happened here in many cities, and it's all because of Democrats. Donald Trump hasn't run these cities. Those of you with Trump derangement syndrome, I know very few of you listen to this podcast, thankfully, but Donald Trump doesn't run this city. Republicans don't don't run this city. Donald Trump doesn't run New York. He might have lived there. He doesn't run it. Democrats do. Republicans don't run Los Angeles, as we saw today, corrupt Democrats do. We'll get to that little tidbit, the Gascon thing also in a bit. But you know, I just want to know, did I do the right? I want Maybe people listening, did I do the right thing or should I have? I think I did the right thing. I really do. But maybe other people think it's time to start confronting these people. But like I said, they're insane. So what's the point? You can't like, you can't bargain. You can't negotiate. You can't reason with someone who's mentally insane. You know, I, Dia, what do you think? Do you think I did the right thing? I think you totally did the right thing. I'm actually surprised. I was about to go to sleep. I didn't think you were going to pick up. <laughs> so I did the right thing. I think you did. And I think you're very 1,000% spot on about what's going on here. Um for you to get frustrated with someone that is a junkie or someone that's making a mess in the city, you have every right. Don't you pay taxes here? Of course. We all do. We live here, you know. Very high mm-hmm. taxes. 
by the way, compared to most other states, right? Um, I think they're the highest in the country. Right. Um, I did I did notice that Brooke Jennings, she pulled all the plea deals and this and that. I think that she's trying to make a good go at it, but I, I still don't believe it. I I 100% believe that anyone that London Breed puts in into a position here, it's to ruin the city. London Breed wants to ruin the city, straight up. Of course. We've talked Am about I this wrong? The- Am I wrong? You're, no, you're not wrong. You're absolutely not wrong. You're absolutely not wrong, but people who don't live here don't understand it. You know, they, oh, they've you just they, they just spent twenty five thousand dollars. What do they want to do? Twenty five thousand uh, dollars trash cans? Okay, they want to spend twenty five thousand dollars on a trash. How about spending five thousand dollars on getting any fucking tree? You can't find a trash can in the city anymore. Oh, you know what, sweetheart? I actually am the one that started the hashtag Gucci Garbage because. Matt Haney was like, oh, yeah, we're going to get these garbage cans. We just need more garbage cans. We need more porta potties. No, you don't. You need to get the people out of here that are not from here. I am telling you right now, in the last week alone, you would not believe the trash and the ridiculousness that I've had to deal with just in front of my job. People falling in my doorway on their Fetty fold. I literally, I am sorry if I sound mean. Yes, I understand. These people have a drug addiction. They need help. I get it. Do not fall into my door and shit yourself. And I literally have to kick you, like push you out of the fucking door to get you back on the sidewalk. It's it's out of control. It's this whole city right now. And people have said that San Francisco will be the first city in the country that will have nothing but the elites and the homeless. But, you know, this it's that's absolutely true. In fact, it's almost that way now for the most part. No, it part. is. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and the but, elites uh, want to hide know. in their houses. Right. You know, and uh, and the rest of us are going to hide in our houses. Right. Exactly. Those of us who don't fall into the category. Well, you're of, not going to hide in your house. Like you said, you're from New York. Uh, like, literally. Well, and I'm just not, I'm not used to being yelled at in the middle of the street by crazy people in New York. They won't do it there. Even the homeless. Let me tell you, I was, in New, I was just in New York, as everyone knows, a couple of months ago, about a month and a half mm-hmm. ago. And I, I counted this guy who was screaming. He was just, but he was screaming like, you know, you know, like most of these crazy people do just generally. They're just screaming just at. just screaming at no one. Right. But when he got close to me, he stopped. You see, when anyone got close to him, all of a sudden he stopped, which means even though he was insane, he wasn't that insane. You see, he no, understood. It's, it's almost like they know. No, it's almost like they know. It's but this weird. guy, the, the, two people I've, the two people I've encountered in this city over the last year and a half who have yelled at me didn't know. They thought they they either thought it was okay to do this because it's San Francisco, or they were just like the guy today. I don't think the mask guy was insane. I think he was, he was insane as though he was a mask cultist nut job. I don't think he was clinically <laughs> insane. No, but this guy today was obviously clinically insane. No, he was he you was are insane. The best. Well, you yeah. are the best when you just said the mask Nazi guy. <laughs> well, no, yeah, but this guy today was you know. But these people here don't seem to know that they don't seem to have the same boundaries people in New York have. And so no, it's very nobody tough here has anybody ba- no no one here has any boundaries. That's the problem. Yeah. Like yeah. seriously, like do you see anyone with any boundaries? Like I actually read on Nextdoor, and I do not comment on Nextdoor anymore. I don't even say anything because they'll just ban me. But there was somebody that posted. They're like, "There's a guy that's literally dying at Fillmore and Lombard. There's flies swarming around him, and he smells. I think he's dying." And I'm like. Why in the fuck are you on next door 
saying you think this guy is dying. And then suddenly he's like, like called 311 and they won't come get him. Yeah. And this other person's like, oh yeah, he's out there still. He moved like a half a block. I'm like, are you guys serious? Yeah, this is it. This, it's, it's a, well, it's almost like, you know, it's almost like a movie to them, right? Like they're watching it a is. movie. It's not real life to them. It's like a movie. No, because they sit in their, they sit in their fucking houses. Do you think any one of those people was actually out on the sidewalk at Fillmore and, and Lombard? No. No, of course. They're looking not. out their apartment window. Of course. Absolutely. There's no doubt about it. There's no doubt about it. No, but that's how weird and crazy the city is. Like they have no, objectivity like they don't actually know what's going on they're just like right. I, I don't even know how to describe it anymore it's right no no I, I understand that logically i did the right thing i mean the, the mask guy I yelled at the mask the mask guy i said fuck off i had to i mean i would do it again to a mask no but you're not scared though that's the thing is too though is that like you're not gonna let someone rain in on your personal space like you like you said you're from new york you're not gonna put up with that shit yeah, I mean, and all I could think about when that guy yelled at me today was, "Oh, please don't touch me! Don't come near me yeah. and touch me!" Don't I, spit on me and don't yeah. let me catch your monkey box. Because then, if you know, of course, there'll be problems. But I think that by not, I, I think that not, by not engaging someone who's just simply yelling and using words, I think it's probably the smart thing to do. Even though, once again, being a New Yorker, I really I wanted to react to it. I wanted to. Let him have it, if you will, you know, but I, well, no, I think but you understand like here. OK, in New York, maybe people are assholes and this and that. But I'll tell you what, when I lived in New York, when I was living in Brooklyn, I know for a fact if I was walking down the street and somebody came up and tried to get on me or grab me, somebody in New York would have been like, you motherfucker. And they would have come after him. They right. mind their business and they get mad and they look angry and they do whatever they do. But when it comes down to brass tacks, New Yorkers actually, they'll stick up for you. They will come through. Yeah, no, it's absolutely true. No, there's, there's, that, there's, that there's, there's that part of New York. That won't happen here. No, no, not here. Not here. Fuck no, no, no. These are the people who screamed about how us not wearing masks, those of us who knew enough, who knew enough to know like real science and common sense and didn't wear a mask were the ones who were selfish. We were the selfish ones. Oh, when we were reckless. Oh no, yeah. they said we were reckless. Reckless. When when like we like I've seen most people here are very selfish because they, they don't they don't have that they don't have that in them in the DNA here to help people the way people in New York do. You no, know. it's almost like they're scared. And the thing about New York is, yeah, people are assholes. I was told firsthand when I moved to Brooklyn, I was yeah. told firsthand by a guy that I worked with, because I went to run outside. There was a guy beating up his girlfriend, and he grabbed me. He goes, no, Dia, don't go out there. He goes, if you go out there, then it's your business. Mind your business. I was like, okay. But the thing about New Yorkers is, at the end of the day, they will come through. If you're in their neighborhood, if you're in Brooklyn, if you're in Bensonhurst, if yeah. you're in wherever, they'll come through. Here, literally... Nobody does anything about anything. And the thing about this mask thing and all this bullshit, and they're going to bring it back. You watch, sweetheart. They will bring it back. They're trying to use the monkeypox, which will never work because it doesn't involve masks. But they, I don't know if you saw, there's a new virus that just came out of China. 
Well, yeah, but that, that, that so supposedly they say of that one, it's like the Langla or the Langla yeah, or something. There's no human to human transmission for that one. Supposedly, this is what the well, Chinese are say saying. They yeah. say it's the first. It's the first transmission of it, and 27 people have it. And I'm like, oh, here we go again. Yeah. Well, look, the fact of the matter is, is that we live in a place where people simply do as they're told. And they have no ability. In other words, you see some, but they'll have to see someone lying. They're, they're told by the government to wear a mask and they'll do it. They're told by the government to close their business, they'll do it. But when you they see someone lying on the street, uh, obviously, you know, looks like they're dead or dying with flies over them, they'll go on the internet. <laughs> it's ridiculous. No, that's right. It's, that's it's the opposite of what we should be doing. We should be when helping you each put other. It like and that, annoying, that's and how ridiculous the government. it is. Yeah. You know, and so I, I can't. I, I, do I have to get used to this? I don't, I don't want to have to get used no. to this. Yeah. You know what the sad thing is, though, is that do you realize that, like, if you and I just went to take a walk downtown right now, we would walk by ridiculousness. We'd walk by people sticking needles in their neck. We'd walk by all kinds of nonsense, and right. we would just walk by because we're so used to it now. It's true. When did it ever become acceptable? To shoot drugs, drugs in the street. Right, right. When did it ever become right. something that we wouldn't right. even talk about? Right, it's acceptable to shoot drugs in the street, to shit in the street, to piss in the street, to yell at innocent people walking and by. The Democrats are screaming to let it keep going on. Right. This bullshit with Gavin Newsom talking about these safe injection sites, this safe drug sites, has not anyone seen what a complete hot mess the stupid linkage center is? Well, and that whole place was a lie. That right. whole place was a lie. It was, oh, we're going to boost you up. We're going to get you where you need to go. We're going to hook you up. Linkage, linkage. We're going to link you to this. We're going to link you to that. They haven't linked anybody to anything. No, not at all. They're letting people openly do illegal drugs. Right. And and, 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 so, the, and the real sad part of it is, is that, once again, they – they, the liberals have convinced themselves that all these policies, open open borders, allowing people to share, this is all um, what you would call sympathetic policy, right? This is all policy that they believe they need to help to help the people who are who are in need. They help, you know, the illegals come across. Oh, they they want to be here. They want to they want to escape the horrors of Mexico. We must let them do it. This is the way. This is the nice way of doing things. This is the sympathetic way. This is the compassionate way of doing it. No, it's it. bullshit. But it's the opposite. It's the opposite of compassion. It's the opposite. It's only hurt in the end. It just hurts people. Not only hurts the the, the d- directly, but indirectly, the people who are who are who are the uh, victims of uh, of illegals coming into this country, of terrorists coming into this country, of people shooting up in the streets. You know, it's absolutely insane. And 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 going into my next issue, which will be the George Gascon thing in L.A. Oh, which, don't even get me started with right, him. That has failed. Wait. So that fails. And once again, when I say fails, it's corrupt, of course. They throw out almost 200,000 signatures, I believe. A lot of yep. signatures. No, that was the shadiest. I will tell you what. The Gascon recall is shadier. And I can't believe I'm going to say this. It is shadier than the Georgia votes when Trump was running. The Gascon recall is the shadiest thing ever. I am so disgusted. I'm sure Gavin is 1,000% behind it. Right. There is no way that anyone on this planet could think that Gascon should still be in office. 
well, and that two, almost 200,000 signatures were not valid. That's nonsense. That's bullshit. <laughs> of course no, it is. it's all bullshit. Hey, Especially uh, when you're letting about illegals those vote. signatures during the uh, presidential election? Uh, not exactly. Not exactly. Oh, but you know how Gavin Newsom always says, oh, yeah, well, you know, we check all the signatures and this and that. But they let the illegals try to vote. Yeah, it's, it's all. First of all, you knew the Gascon thing was going to have Gavin Newsom's slimy, slick, g- greasy hair all over it. You knew that was going to happen. Oh, they, they, the hair gels on top of the whole thing. Yeah, we got we got uh, Chesa Budin kicked out, but they're not going to let the the DA of the second largest city in the country get kicked out. They knew that. They learned well, something. They learned something from it's the Pelosi's nephew. Yeah, of course, absolutely. You know what? And you have these liberals. You have these Democrats who are applauding. The fact that Gascon can stay in office and saying things like, now he can continue his great criminal reform. His oh, great, yeah, this is exactly what they said. His great criminal reform. His great criminal justice reform. What is that? Where like people who commit crimes don't actually have to go to jail because, oh, these poor people are oppressed. So if a black or Latino commits a crime, they shouldn't go to jail. Oh, because they come from a low income. So if they kill well, somebody, no. put them out in a couple of weeks. This is criminal they, justice reform? They don't want them to miss a holiday with their families they can't miss the holidays with the families yeah that's the thing and my thing is is if you don't want to fucking not see your kids don't break the law exactly it's very it's really simple isn't it it's really simple oh no it's simple for people like you and i that think logically yeah realistically to me when someone says oh we can't keep him in jail because he'll miss the holidays with his family oh well weren't his charges beating up his wife yeah. kicking his kids' asses. This, this, oh, this yeah, is the let's George get him Soros. home for some family time. Right. This is the George Soros-funded criminal justice reform. If a white person commits a crime, put him in jail. If oh, someone if a minority don't commits even a crime, don't put them in jail. So the jails then have a, a better mix of races. It's not all one race. That that's, that's what they believe. It's what they believe. It's what they believe. Oh, no, sweetheart. If you and I went downtown right now and did the smallest thing like jaywalking, we would get a ticket. Yes. Yes, we would get a ticket Absolutely. because they know, oh, they're white. Absolutely. They'll pay. And I don't I don't and want I, people to look, think I'm racist when I say that, but it's the truth. No, look, speaking of race, I understand. I understand that there are some black people because of the history of racism in this country. And some police are racist, not all, but some are. And they have power that they are afraid that they're going to be uh, picked on or what is it called? Uh, uh, they're focused on because they're profiled because they're black. But. In a place like San Francisco, it's gotten to the point where it's so crazy here, where I think to myself, boy, you know, if I were black, I could go into Walgreens and steal something and leave. But guaranteed, if I try to do that, well, no, I think the security guard would tackle me. I'm sure he would. I'm sure they would. I wouldn't. Well, I wouldn't want to try it. I could do a sociological. Ex- if you're going to bail me out, I could do some sociological experiment. I can. I could steal okay, a uh, a two dollar. A two dollar bag of peanuts. See if they'll let me go. But I got a. No, feeling. you know what's funny? I got a. Feeling. I actually talked. I actually spoke with a security guard at the Walgreens on Polk at Sacramento, and I asked him because he had a bulletproof vest on. I was like, "What the hell?" I asked him. I said, "You must hate your job." He's like, "Why?" And I said, "Because you're not allowed to get any of these guys." You know what he told me? He said, Dia, all you have to do, because they are an independent security company, right? Mm-hmm. So all they have to do is if the perp bumps into them or tries to hurt them, 
they are allowed to beat them up and take their shit. So I asked this guy, I was like, don't you hate your job? Like you have to be here. You have to watch people steal all night. He goes, not one thing has gone missing from this store since I've been here. I said, what do you mean? How do you do it? I mean, cause they grab baskets full of right. shit. Right. He told me that the second they start to walk out of the store, he steps in front of them to the point where they have to bump into him. And then once they're outside, he throws all the merchandise back into the store and he beats the shit out of the guy. And I asked him, I was like, seriously, they let you do that? He goes, yeah. He goes, if, if I'm assaulted, if I'm touched, if I'm even touched, I'm allowed to use force. Well, that's interesting. So, said, yeah, like self-defense. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. And and I I thought that was really interesting. I actually, when I was in the store that night, and this is horrible. I shouldn't even say this on the radio, but I went to the store and I was like, oh, I didn't get a COVID test. I've been coughing. My boss thinks I have the COVID, whatever, whatever. Anyway, so I get the COVID test and I was like, I think I'm going to take it right here in the store. And the security guard actually moved from his table and I sat down at his table by the front door and I took my COVID test. And it was negative. And it was so funny when I was leaving. That's when I asked him, I was like, don't you hate your job? Like you can't get anybody. He goes, Oh no, I get everybody. He goes, I get everybody. That's, that's interesting. Goes, Nobody gets out of the store with anything. Well, you know, and he actually like, has some respect for his job. You know, he has, that's what I'm does. saying. Right. But many don't, many don't look, they don't make enough money. Most of them to they care. They don't care. They're like, fuck yeah. it. Who cares? Let them walk. Let them run. Who cares? Right. That's what it is. You know, he, uh, you know, he feels some responsibility and that's his job. That's what he's hired for. And that's what he's going to do to the best of his he's ability. He's actually really serious about it. Like when I asked him and he's like, no, I love my job. And I was like, why? I go, you have to watch all these people steal all day. They steal. He's like, they don't steal from here. He's like, when I'm working, nobody gets out of here with anything. That's interesting. And I was like, you know what? I want to high five you. I think you're awesome. Exactly. Exactly. Well, no, but the thing is, is like, if you work at CVS or you work at Walgreens as an employee, you are told do not do anything. Absolutely. Don't as they tell anything. them all. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, and they'll lose their jobs. I had a very good friend of mine is a supervisor at a CVS. He actually was working. He wasn't even trying to stop a shoplifter. Some guy came up behind him. I actually have the video. I'll send it to you on our personal time. I have the video. A guy came up, hit him in the back of the head, knocked him out. And then he stole his phone. He stole his wallet. And you know, the worst part is after he did all that, he kicked him like three times when he was already knocked out. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. CVS told him to keep his mouth shut and not talk about it and keep his job. What are you serious? Oh honey, I could hook you up with that interview for real. Oh, please. Absolutely. No doubt about it. Absolutely. Are you kidding me? I'd go to the cops. Fuck my job. I go to the cops. It's on video. Are you serious? I told him to call a lawyer. And, and, I'd, sue, and I'd sue CVS. I told him to call a lawyer. And you know what he told me? He's like, no. They told me to keep my mouth shut and not talk about it. I'm like, dude, you weren't even like fighting a shoplifter. Like, some guy came up, hit him in the back of the head stole his wallet and his phone and then kicked him a bunch of times before he walked out of the store. And I was like, and then when they gave him the video, he was like so upset because he was like, fuck, I just knew I got knocked out. He didn't realize 
like exactly what had happened. And CVS told him to keep his mouth shut. This is San Francisco. And this is why. This is our San Francisco. This, this, this is, is why I one. say it's a shithole. And it is. I mean, I, I think I, I think I'm nice when I say that. It's more like a hellhole than a shithole. And I, I don't and I don't get. It's uh, a total shithole. And like the story I just, I just told you, that's real talk. This guy was he told me straight up. They told him. Keep your mouth shut. In fact, they didn't even pay for him to go to the hospital. Oh, I would, I would sue CVS so badly. I would sue them so badly. That's ba- what I told him. He has to sue. He has to sue them. He has to sue them. Okay, this not. I'm sure he's not. I'm sure this is not a five hundred thousand dollar a year job. He has with CVS. He has to sue them. Absolutely has to sue them. And I tell you what, I'm he sure. That, I'm sure the police. I'm sure the police here would like to hear that story as well. I'm sure there are many, you know, there are some good cops. Here. I don't want to say they all don't give a shit, but I'm sure there's some police who would like no, to hear I think that story. Every single cop out there, I believe. I believe every single cop out there gives a shit. And I believe that they have been broken down. They've been beaten down. They've been treated like shit. London Breed herself said, defund the police. Oh, we're going to put all this money into the Bayview. I believe that all these police feel like, why should I put my life on the line when no one's going to prosecute anyone? Well, that's 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 how the police feel in a lot of Democratic run cities. In fact, a lot of Democratic run cities, police are retiring. They're they're leaving. Some police are leaving like years just which is a few years to go until they could have their pensions. They're saying, forget it. I saw a guy on Fox 14 years in left. He said, that's it. I can't, I'm not doing this anymore. I can't take this no. anymore. We don't have well, any backing anymore. We have no back- Yes, I know. You saw what happened in Portland. I know. The whole SWAT team said, fuck you, and they quit. Absolutely. No doubt about it. I know. It's getting... No, deal- up deal- in Portland... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, up in Portland, they have all this Antifa business almost mm-hmm. every day. They're trying to burn the federal courthouse down every day. Yeah, I've been there. I've seen. I've seen their little gathering. I've seen their little hangout by the by the federal courthouse there. I've seen. I've seen the whole setup. Yeah, I've seen the whole setup. Yeah. So I actually, my ex fiance is the head of the SWAT team for the Portland Police, and they all like real realistically in the amount of like two days, they tried to charge one of the officers because he hit one of the Antifa people with his flashlight because they were assaulting the police and trying to burn down the federal building. He, one of the guys hit the guy with a flashlight and they tried to pull that police officer off the force. And so all the guys, and what people don't realize is all that, all of that SWAT team, all of that reserve SWAT team, they're all volunteer. Like they're regular police officers during the day. Right. They volunteer right. for the SWAT yeah. team. Yeah. Every single one of them quit. Incredible. Absolutely. Dia, this is terrible. Let me go. I'm going to go to Daniel. Thanks for calling. I really, I know, I know it's. I know Are it's you really going to Daniel? Yeah, why? I'm not allowed to go to Daniel? No, you're <laughs> absolutely allowed to go to Daniel. I like listening to him, but he gets mad sometimes. <laughs> he gets mad sometimes. I get mad all the time. Dia. I listen to all of your podcasts, and Daniel's always angry. Well, you know what? That's a lead into him. Maybe he'll be less angry. Maybe he'll take a hint. <laughs> be less angry. Do you <laughs> want to come have him out of hand tomorrow? <laughs> I'll, I'll talk to you later. I'll talk to you about that later. Do you think? Thanks, 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 thank you. And you know what, sweetheart? 
Yes. Thank you for doing what you do. It's so important that do- you get the well, truth out there to people. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, that I mean it. means a lot to me. That means a lot to me. It really no, does. No, it's true. You get the truth out there. I don't know how many people listen. I don't care, but you always don't get care the truth either. out there. I know you're listening. That's all that matters to me, really. Say the truth. Dia, thanks. Let me let me let me get Daniel. We don't want him to get angry waiting too long. Oh, we can't have him angry because then he gets grouchy <laughs> exactly. and then he, it doesn't make any sense and I don't like it. Thanks, Dia. I'll talk all to All right, you. sweetheart. We'll Bye. talk soon. Bye. Thanks. Thank you. All right, let's go to the uh not so I, I don't think Daniel's always I don't think Daniel's always angry. Daniel, you are you always angry? You there? Oh, I'm so pissed that I can't turn this microphone on. <laughs> <laughs> he's, uh, he's so mad you couldn't turn your mic on. Yeah, I, I'm, I am. Fuming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. I don't know how you, you – know, Daniel walks around San Francisco all the time. He does like 15 to 18 miles of walking every single day. I don't know, Daniel. I take a ten-minute walk from the gym, a ten-minute walk from the gym home, and I encounter crazy people. Don't you encounter crazy people? I see them everywhere, and 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 they're really there. I mean, unlike what they hear, the schizophrenics, which isn't there, I I see them everywhere, and, and they're really there. But did, but no one confronts you like they confront me. It seems. It seems like I'm the one who. I'm the one who people think they can simply confront and nothing bad will happen to them. I guess maybe you look more intimidating. Uh, than well, uh, Arcady uh, says I look scary. So, uh, so I, could, I, don't think that's, I don't think that's true. But, uh, but uh, yeah, uh, um, they, they, don't, they don't tend to uh, mess with me. But on the other hand, you know, most schizophrenics, when we're talking about um, schizophrenics on the street, um, they're they're generally not violent, um, no more violent than the the uh, normal population, and they look scary because they're screaming and, and to the voices in their head, and, and that can be very disturbing to watch it, to, to watch that happen. But as you said, usually when you get near them, they'll quiet down, and it's because they know that that this, this is delusions that they are having these auditory hallucinations. Um, but even though they know that these voices are very real in their head, and it's very disturbing to them. And just think if you were had, you know, unwanted voices going off in your head all day, you know, how you would feel. Yeah, you'd be you'd be acting like a nut, too. And when people approached, you'd be trying to quiet it down because you knew you're acting like a nut. And, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's an awful situation. Um, yeah, I don't think the guy that yelled at me today was schizophrenic. I really don't because it was very direct. It was a very direct. I don't know who he was yelling at before he yelled at me, but he 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 noticed, and he was he's right. He's hundred percent right. I definitely looked at him. He wasn't imagining that, so I looked directly at him, and he said very directly, "Before street, what the fuck are you looking at?" I don't think I don't think he's I don't think that's schizophrenic. I think he was just a, a kind of crazy, angry person. No, I'm, yeah, and I'm, and I'm not talking about the, the antisocial personality type like you probably encountered today. I'm right. talking about the run-of-the-mill schizophrenic that you encounter so frequently on the street around here, and and, and uh, the you encounter as well because they ha- they um, have uh, psychoses as well, um, especially those that are um, a- um, amphetamine on amphetamine withdrawal. They have, or should say, have amphetamine withdrawal symptoms, yeah. um, or. 
alcohol withdrawal symptoms. They can have something that's called a, a Korsakoff syndrome, and um, and they have hallucinations and they get really out of control too. Anyway, substance abuse, um, psychiatric problems. There's a lot of that on the street. Um, the uh, San Francisco uh, residents are enabling that. They're enabling the worst parts of that of the disease, uh, whether it's addiction or whether whether it's mental illness. Um, and I think they, they enable it because they like to think that they've got some magical arcane uh, um, uh, fix for, for, for the problem. And it makes them feel kind of uh, um, superior to, to have knowledge of this arcane fix that nobody else has. Now, the fix is absolute BS. Um, it, it's not going to work. But they like thinking that they have this, this, this insight that others don't have. But challenge them to, to 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 step outside of their pontificating and talking about their alleged insight and actually living in the situation and walking by it frequently, having it outside their house, then they then they uh, it becomes they become nimbies, and, and, and just like uh, with the New York City uh, mayor who declared his city a, a sanctuary city, and then when the um, illegals start yeah, arriving, but they also we're not sanctuary anymore. We're not sanctuary anymore. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, yeah. Now he's then he's all of a sudden he's afraid. Yeah. He's afraid all of a sudden of 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 of, of like forty people. These buses have like forty people each of them. Did he, does it, is this guy that out of touch not to realize? that like a hundred times that many are coming through the border on a daily basis into little towns, little towns. Yeah. He, he, the, the mayor of New York city, maybe uh, Adams maybe tried to angle for increased in, uh, or, or some federal funding um, by complaining about this. He may see, just see it as an opportunity. Oh, now I get to complain to the, to the federal government to, uh, to get some extra money here to take yeah, care and of the, and the for, a former governor of New York, a former governor of New York actually said, that that uh, Abbott's play is, is brilliant because he puts Adams in a position where it he looks bad if he sends them back. One, because they consider, a sanctuary, they consider themselves a sanctuary city, right? And two, then he wouldn't be able to get that money he wants so badly. So he's stuck with them. All he can do is complain, but he's still stuck with them. Yeah. So... Um... Did you hear that the um, that there's been a first um, monkeypox transmission between uh, human to dog? This is a joke, right? No, no, no. Oh, I thought you were setting up a joke. Nope, nope. But 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 the joke is, you know, I don't want to hear how that got transmitted. Well, because oh, because you know why? Because it's uh, airborne, uh, Daniel. We should all wear masks, don't you? Want to say? No. Isn't that proof? It's here. Yeah. No, actually, there's there's two guys in New York apparently that uh, were the owners of this dog, and they um, the, the dog slept with them, and that's as much as they said. <laughs> oh, the dog got uh, too close in a uh, in a precarious situation. I guess is that the way to put it? Yeah, 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 probably, um, yeah. or or maybe it was it was. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm not going to go there. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't want to know how that dog got that. Well, they're, um, now, they're pushing, now they're pushing the polio vaccine in New York City. You want everyone in New York City, city of 8 million people, to get the polio vaccine. I mean, it's insane. It's really, I just, we're living in such insane times. Not one case, by the way, not one case of polio in New York City. Not one case. Not not one. Not one. Um, this is really, I mean, the, the, the total insanity here. 
I just it, it's it's gotten to the point now where, by the way, Jay Bhattacharya, just to go back a little bit, Jay Bhattacharya, I saw him on Fox yesterday, and he, I think he was hearing uh, the complaints of people like you and I because he wasn't kissing. He wasn't kissing Walensky's ass anymore. In fact, he was saying it's too little, too late, and it should have happened two years ago, and they hurt so many people. So he, he's starting to say the things you and I and some others have been saying, that, uh, that they shouldn't be getting applause for after two and a half years finally saying the things that people like you and I have been saying since day one. I was, I was happy to hear that. I was happy to hear that. Yeah, 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 and and I have repeatedly said when um, whenever I've heard people say, "Oh, thank God the mask mandate was lifted," lifted, or "Isn't this cause for celebration?" or "Isn't it cause for celebration that they are, aren't being uh, kicking or aren't firing people because they aren't vaccinated?" My answer is no. Do not celebrate this. You're simply celebrating the successful completion of the biggest crime in history. That's when they're going to they're going to lift their knee off your neck. It, but exactly. when they're done robbing you. Exactly. That's right. Well, it's a, that's that's, a, that's exactly. when they're done robbing you is when, is when they let up. Right. You know, just and, like they robbed, they, they just robbed yes. LA of the, of the yes, recall. Don't be throwing out, yeah. Throwing out yeah, 200,000 yeah. signatures. You know, my, my question is who overlooks the people who are overlooking the signatures? Who makes sure those people aren't just throwing out good signatures? And don't they have to prove that those are bad signatures? Don't they have to prove that the, the 200,000 signatures, the nearly 200,000 signatures they threw out were bad signatures? All or good questions. Just, yeah, of course. Of course. I, I don't want to hear these people who are going to do the recall saying, oh, well, we tried. They have to go to court. They have to go to court and sue. They have to sue. They have to do what Elon Musk is doing with Twitter. Prove your people are real. Prove those signatures were bad. Prove they were bad. Prove it. And you didn't just yeah. throw them out because you wanted to score brownie points with Gavin Newsom, brownie points with Nancy Pelosi, brownie points with the DNC. Prove they were, I find it almost impossible to believe that out of 700,000 signatures, 200,000 were not real, were not valid. I, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. It's, it's unheard of. Yeah. That, that, that's why they tell you, you know, maybe get 10, 15 percent more signatures just in case. And that's also just in case. It's very rare you get even 10 15% of signatures thrown out. To have 200,000 signatures thrown out, I find to be impossible. Impossible. It, it does seem like a rather large number. Um, I've heard in the past that usually like around 25% get thrown out in, in um, petitions. Um, because, and, and it's not just, and, and it's usually because, you know, like someone put the wrong address down or you could, their address was illegible or something along those lines um, or the name well, is illegible. The technicality should not make a signature invalid. If you're a real person, a real voter, and you've signed it only once, that should be valid. What if you're a doctor and you have horrible handwriting? That's ridiculous. Signature I don't, should I don't know. Out if the person is not a valid voter or if they have signed it more than once, then of course you throw, you throw one of them out. But I, I find it hard to believe there's a legit, legitimate reason. No, we're saying that almost 200,000 people that signed that petition were either not legitimate San Francisco, uh, Los Angeles County voters or they signed it multiple times. I don't believe it. Well, yeah. I want to see where this goes. Yeah, I want to see where this goes. I want to see where yeah, this goes. Yeah. I, I don't buy it. Yep. Yeah. 200,000 out of about 7,000 is, is, is a bit high. Um, um, I heard I heard the number that was around 25 percent. That was um, when the um, petition for the recall 
of, uh, of uh, Bowdoin was happening. And, and so there's a lot of talk about where you usually have to get more than the actual. Right. But I think I, I don't know about that. I'm going to check. But I think that 25 percent, one of every four, I think that's not right. I, th- I think it's more like 10 to 15 percent. They tell you to get 10 to 15 percent more than you need on top of what you need to get 10 to 15 percent more just in case. So there's a buffer because that they're, they're figuring that maybe one out of every 10 normally one out of every 10 will get tossed out that's a that's yeah, a more what, legitimate what, number that's yeah, a more yeah, legitimate yeah, number yeah yeah, you know, yeah so. if, if you find if you find an accurate um uh, estimate of that number i'd be interested in hearing the, but what i remember like around 25% but um so so that is high what, what was what was coming from gascon um uh, um, um it, those numbers of the, the throwouts were 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 a bit high um did you hear um, Carrie Lake today talk about DeSantis? Um, Carrie Lake, no. What, what, what did she say? Um, she says that uh, DeSantis has BDE, which stands for Big Dick Energy. <laughs> oh, and you know it's funny. You just led me into my trip, Daniel. I'm going to let you go because I just want to. I'm going to end the show in a few minutes, but I want to end it on DeSantis talking about the the Trump raid. But Daniel, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Was was, I, was was I angry enough? I'm I'm not sure if I did enough anger. No, uh, to me you're never angry enough. You know I like anger. Okay, okay. I like I'll, I'll step, but you don't have to anger. manufacture it. If you happen to be angry, you're angry. If you're not angry, you're not. You know that's the way I do it. Yeah, that's the way we roll. You know, Daniel, if you've had your Bob's donut and you're on a sugar high, you know you might have a little more extra energy. That's all. That's all. <laughs> hey, have a good night, Mike. All right, have a good one. Okay, so what I wanted to talk about, we got in the San Francisco, we got in the the Gascon thing, and that's not the end of the Gascon thing, okay? Because I definitely want to, um, I definitely want to uh, talk more about that. I want to see where that goes because I just don't believe the number. I think it's way too high. But this is Ron DeSantis, a turning point action, talking about the uh, talking about the raid. And remember this. Remember Ron DeSantis is going to be hopefully running and he may be running against Donald Trump. So this could be Trump's. We know what Biden, we know what Trump's biggest opponent, the possible general Biden did. He sicked his FBI on him. We know that bullshit that he never knew bullshit. There wasn't coordination bullshit, but this is Ron DeSantis who could be the main opponent of Donald Trump in the primary, which will probably start about eight, nine months from now, maybe less than that talking about the raid of Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, thanks. Well, Mike, if you put the volume up, it might work. Hold on a second. Here we go. Let's see if this can, if I can get this to work. I don't know. Maybe I can. Maybe I can get this to work. Let's see. It's not working for some reason. All right. Well, maybe I'll try to get it to work tomorrow, but it doesn't seem to be. doesn't seem to be working. Um, anyway, but what does, oh, here it is. Here it is. Against people that the government doesn't like. And you look at the raid at Mar-a-Lago, and I'm just trying to I'm trying to remember, maybe someone here can remind me about when they did a search warrant at Hillary's house in Chappaqua when she had a rogue server and she was laundering classified information. I don't remember them doing that. I do remember them manufacturing a false conspiracy theory about Russia collusion. I remember that. That was not true. That was an abuse of power. I remember a lawyer for the FBI got caught doctoring an application for FISA surveillance against an innocent man. I remember the FBI at Merrick Garland's direction being sicked on parents 
going to school board meetings. Meanwhile, when you have a law that protects Supreme Court justices, is the FBI out there protecting our conservative justices? No. When you have violations of law where people are targeting pregnancy crisis centers, are they doing their job and enforcing the law there? No. They're enforcing the law based on who they like and who they don't like. That is not a republic. Well, it may be it's a banana republic when that happens. And that's exactly and, and, oh, and that's exactly right. And that's exactly look. He said, as usual, DeSantis says it all and says it perfectly. And this ridiculous idea, they say, oh, Hillary Clinton didn't. She, she cooperated. Well, how did she cooperate? She deleted thousands of emails. That's cooperating. Oh, I deleted thousands of emails. Sorry. And there was no raid for that. There was no raid for that lack of cooperation. Nothing. Nothing whatsoever. This idea of Hillary, unlike and Trump was. They had, they, they were there. They had taken stuff. They had asked them to put padlocks on. They did it. So they were cooperating. Everyone around this said they were cooperating, which is why they were so shocked. They would have been less shocked if they weren't cooperating, which comes back to my theory of they figured Trump would not cooperate and that would be their excuse to go in. And then he cooperated so that they had to do it anyway. They had to come up with an excuse and a reason to do it anyway. And this whole idea of, oh, the coordination between the White House and the FBI, how dare you say, what a conspiracy. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. Hoover. Hoover with Nixon. Nah, there was no cooperation. There was no collaboration between Hoover and Nixon whatsoever. No, even to a lesser degree, uh, LBJ and, and Hoover. So it's bullshit. Of course there was. They're in the civil rights movement. We know that. We know this. We know the White House in conjunction with the, the with Hoover. Department of Justice bothered, planted information, planted planted evidence, killed people within the civil rights movement. We know this. This is documented history. There have been movies, documentaries made about this for the last 55, 60 years now. We know this is true. So this whole idea of, oh, it's impossible. No, Biden is a be Oh, no, he would never, he would never engage. Are you kidding me? Because the guy who said he never spoke to his son about his business dealings, never. Never once spoke to his son, who he claims he's so close to, who's the most brilliant person ever lived. Oh, God. Uh, never once spoke to him about his business dealing. We know the guy's a liar. The guy constantly lies. Remember? Only wear masks for the first 100 days of my, of my administration. Remember that lie? Remember if you get these vaccines, you can't get COVID? Remember that lie? The guy's a liar. How many of these witch hunts are going to happen with Trump? How many, how many times... Are these people going to cry wolf before people don't believe them anymore? Well, we know Democrats with Trump derangement syndrome want to believe everything that's said about him. Everything. These people call him a criminal and they can't name one criminal thing he's done. Not one thing. Now, remember the Comey thing. Comey came out in the summer of of, uh, 2016, in July of 2016, and said, even though Hillary may have inadvertently broken some laws. They couldn't find any intent that they could prove. That's why he said no reasonable uh, prosecutor would take the case because it would be impossible to prove intent. Everything we know from the stupid documents thing for a museum, which is idiotic to begin with, there's absolutely, it's almost impossible. Every legal expert says it would be impossible to prove intent that Trump himself intentionally removed the documents and intentionally withheld them. For what reason? There'd be no reason to even do that. 
what he's making his own nuclear weapon to destroy the world. These people that isn't saying they believe that. We have people like Michael Beschloss and generals saying that Trump should be hung, they should be executed. These people are fucking insane. They're crazy. They're crazy with the with the mental disorder of Trump derangement syndrome. TDS. They're absolutely insane. And this is what Democrats have done for the last two and a half years. Six years, if you include the years, the Trump years before COVID, everything is an emergency. Everything is a fucking drama. Everything. Oh, my God. Nuclear. Nuclear. He had nuclear documents, a nuclear weapon. He was developing a nuclear weapon to give to China to destroy the world. These people say things like that. They're insane. They're absolutely insane. You can't write movies like this. And this is real life. This is what these people are saying on your television every day. On CNN, on MSNBC, on networks that millions of people are watching. This is the kind of stuff they're saying. But then, once again, like with COVID, like with masks, like with vaccines, you say something simply like, well, let's say he was doing this evil nuclear (laughs) weapon thing. Why would they wait 18 months? So they gave him 18 months to destroy the world? That's what an emergency this was? That took them 18 months to go in and get it? Come on, we know how full of shit they are. And there'll be some kind of a fucked up, ridiculous investigation and nothing will come of it. It will go into the atmosphere. No one will talk about it as though it never happened. Like they never did anything wrong. They'll never admit failure, just like they didn't with COVID and masks and vaccines. And it's the same shit over and over and over again. Sorry, they've cried wolf way too many times with Trump and then COVID, and then Trump and COVID, me to believe anything they say. Anything they say. They could go into Mar-a-Lago and come out with weapons and a bomb, and I'll believe they planted it. Because I don't believe a thing they say or do anymore that's not conspiracy, that's their fault for lying for the last six years. Russia, 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 steal Dase. We can go on and on and on. On and on and on. Barging into Republicans' homes in the middle of the night, 80-year-old people who can't do anything. With Democrats, they get no investigation, no raids, no nothing. Obviously, it's one-sided. Obviously, it's one-sided. If you want to believe this corruption, there's corruption on both sides. But that's not what we've seen from the Justice Department and FBI when it comes to raids and investigations and grand juries and such. It's only been one-sided. And this is obvious. Anyone with two eyes two ears and a brain knows this. That's my take on it. I believe DeSantis was 100% right. Well, as, as always, Ron DeSantis. And remember, this could be Trump's. It would actually benefit him if Trump said, the hell with this. I'm not running anymore. If Trump wasn't allowed to run anymore. It would benefit Ron DeSantis more than anyone in the world. Yet he's saying the right thing. That's why I love Ron DeSantis. Okay, we've gone over an hour. I want to thank uh, who called today, Dia and uh, Daniel, who wasn't too uh, wasn't too angry. Uh, I'm Mike Kachopley. This has been a Let's Be Heard. Uh, remember, always remember, vote Democrats out of office. Vote them out now. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you tomorrow.